Welcome to my show, Secrets of a Personal Trainer, Unfiltered. My name is Cornelia Dura. I'm your show host. I'm also a former IFBB World Champion, a personal trainer in my gym Fit and Fight in Pampano Beach, Florida, and I'm also an economist. Let's get started with your transformation right now. Episode 20, 180 pounds weight loss without any surgeries. This is my former branch manager, Elisa Rojas. I met her in the bank where I was banking. She could barely walk anymore. She had really problems to walk. And I'm thinking by myself, when is the moment coming that she gets enough? When is that moment? Today, she is here on my podcast, Secrets of a Personal Trainer Unfiltered, and she will share today how she made it without any surgery, without gastric bypass surgery, without anything, just by willpower and the knowledge that she needs to change something. She is here today with me, and she will share it with you in this podcast. Elisa Rojas, welcome to my show. Thank you so much, Connie, for having me today. I'm very excited to be a part of your podcast. There is somebody very skinny sitting here right beside me. And honestly, she's almost skinnier than I am. And it's my job to be in good shape because I'm a personal trainer. And she is really in unbelievable shape. Now, I was thinking what is important for everybody who is really overweight, and I'm not talking about 10, 15 or 20 pounds. I mean, really overweight. I mean, 60, 70, 80 pounds or more. That's like obese in the BMI definition. So what is the point? So first of all, how, how did you get there? How did you reach all this weight? Because this uh, having like 150 pounds too much, this is not coming uh, in two months or it's not coming in one year, just eating a lot of fried food. How long did it take till you reached the so many pounds? How many pounds did you have? My highest weight was 326 pounds. And how high are you? My height is about 5'7". Okay. So how did you get there? How many years did it take? Well, it happened after I got pregnant with my daughter. Um, you know, I noticed that I was gaining a lot of weight during the pregnancy. Um, and I kind of thought that was a normal you know, process of, of being pregnant. Um, so when I actually delivered, I was around 240. And with the delivery and soon after, I went down to 220. What, what weight did you have before the pregnancy? Pregnancy, I was always like 155, 160 was my, yes, was, was, was my average weight. So after you delivered, you still had then 70 pounds more than before the pregnancy? Yes. So I had that weight. I was diagnosed with thyroid. Um, so I assumed that that was part of the reasoning. Um, but it's really a myth because if you can control, um, you know, the thyroid with medication, I mean, that's not the cause for you to stay heavy. I know a lot of people use that as a reason, but... Obviously, I'm a testament that that's not accurate. So, did you eat more in the pregnancy? What was the huge weight gain beside the baby? You know, I, I'm not sure. I feel I ate the same 
um, foods in the same portions that I did before. Yeah, I don't feel that I... Um, gained, yeah, I didn't feel like I, I ate more than the norm. Um, but, you know, after the pregnancy, you know, I think it's, you know, I was a single mom raising my daughter. And like you say, it's not something that you gain, you know, in a few months or within right. a year. It's it's a lifestyle. And what happened, it was a negative lifestyle change. It was, you know, eating out because, you know, working all day and having to pick up your child. And, you know, the quickest thing is to pick something up fast, whether it's, you know, fast food or, you know, you order in pizza, you know, and I, I realized, you know, cooking wasn't something that I did regularly. I didn't cook. And, you know, as I do today, I noticed, you know, you need to cook your meals. Absolutely. That's exactly what I believe in. And Elisa, I tell you, I hate the kitchen. I really do. I really do. I don't like to cook because people say, yeah, then when you like cooking and then you can cook at home or you don't work uh, 14 hours or two jobs, when should we cook? Believe me, I hate cooking, but you have no other option than cooking your own meal because that's the only way how you can control what's in the meal what salt how much sugar you put in you have only control when you cook yourself and all this processed food what you eat it's full full of fat sugar and salt which makes the brain addicted to food. And that's the problem. That's the obesity problem. It's not, sure, you eat a lot, but this addiction of food makes you eat more and more. It's a profit thing. It's for the businesses who sell this processed food, like cooked in advance weeks and months, full of chemicals, so they still look fresh. Now, just imagine when you buy salad, Imagine how fast it goes when you have organic salad, you put it out in 48 hours, it's gone. Now, in these plastic things where you have this, uh, uh, the kale salad, it tells you in two weeks, you can eat it for two weeks. What kind of chemicals has to be in the salad so after two weeks, it still looks good? Is that, just think about yourself. Is that something healthy? Can that be something healthy? If looks, after two weeks, it looks as it's the same color, same freshness as two weeks before. Something is wrong. Some chemical is used to let it look that way. So you need to have a salad which is gone after 48 hours. That's the norm. That always was like that. So chemicals change the food and the intake, what you are putting in. And every chemical changes your brain so you get more and more addicted to food and this is a huge problem this is not only elisa's problem i have that problem with sweets and i say it again and again in the in my podcast i am addicted to sugar i'm fighting every day every single day not to eat too much of sweets or trying not to eat at all and sometimes i win and sometimes i lose i try to have the balance of winning with my willpower 80% and I lose 20% of the days of the week. And that's how you keep yourself healthy. But it's a fight every single day. So after having gained, so the 326 pounds to reach that, and I saw you walking into your, into your office there in your bank, 
And I'm like think, thinking, oh my God, let's see when the point is coming. And then there came a point, a point of change. What was this point of change in your life? What was it? So what happened is um, I was feeling very thirsty. I was feeling um, tired, um, you know, always having to urinate frequently and went to the doctor. They had already diagnosed me as pre-diabetic and um you know, when I went to the doctor, it they when they took my glucose level, uh, they, the meter couldn't even read it. It was just over, I guess, the mark of what the oh reader can can, really? can read, right? So, um, you know, my doctor immediately said you need to go to the emergency room. So she directed me over to there. Uh, they admitted me. I was in the hospital for three days, um, you know, just they're trying to get my sugar levels down. Um, and that was my turning point. It was really to see my daughter having to come to the hospital and I get a little choked up because it's it's emotional. Sure. But, um, you know, having her to have to see me and because of my choices in life, you know, to affect her and my health, you know, but affect her, you know, her emotionally. And um, I just said, this is the point. I mean, this is the point that I need to make that change. And, you know, I'm a very spiritual person and I have a strong faith. And I just, you know, felt that this I was being spoken to, right, yeah. by God. And, um, that this was the moment that I had to make the change and nobody was going to make it except me. Right. So that was just the point where I just, um, I just said, I, I, I have to do this. And, you know, the nurses were great and they gave me a lot of resources and tools. And um, I just read and read and, and really educated myself and, and took the knowledge that was given to me and, you know, I, I said that this is it. And that was the moment that I said, I, I have to make the change. And, and that's when right. it happened. So this is what I'm asking you as the listener. Try not to wait till you get this low, till you get this moment that maybe you are closer to death than you think you are because you are. If you have 150, 200 pounds overweight, you are closer to death than you think you are. And everybody else around you is suffering too. And try not to get to this point. Try to make changes earlier. Try to make it earlier. But I have to tell you, Alisa, I was always as um, the gym owner of Fit and Fight. And I saw you and I'm like, do you want to try the gym? You want to? Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, I will soon try. Remember? said, yeah. And I said, you know, you need to cut back. You need to cut back with the food. Yeah, I'm eating a lot of salads. I remember that you told me I'm eating a lot of salads. Yeah. And I knew, yes, she's eating salads, but she's eating a lot of stuff two beside the salads and that's the argument in the gym all the time this is not only elisa this is so many clients i'm eating just salads and i'm gaining weight no you are not 
you are not. You are lying to yourself because from salad you will not gain 150, 200 pounds. Never. It's just not happening. So I said to myself, I can just offer the gym. I can offer a couple of free sessions. I can offer her the service, what I can, and my power, my willpower, that she's using my willpower to maybe make changes. But she decided this is the point when her daughter came and was ready to help her that she needs to change now something because this cannot go on like that. And maybe she will not see the grandkids anymore. This is the moment. And that is normally the real, the last point in your life when you change something that this is it. Now, I'm so fed up with myself. I'm just so fed up that I did that to myself. This is the time to change. And that was her point when she was in the hospital with diabetes, with sugar numbers. The, the, meter, the meter could not even show the numbers anymore. So in her case, that was the point. So now think about it as a listener. What is your point? When is this point coming that you say, this is it now? Now I need to change. So when is your point coming? Is it today? When you listen to the show? When you hear Elisa, what she went through? Is it today? Is it tomorrow? Or is it in three, four months? Because you will hit bottom two. The moment is coming for everybody. There's no escape. There is just no escape. Now, what was after this? Now you decided, okay, this is now, this is now over. I have to change. I have to do now something. What was the very first step you did to make a change? What was your very first? Do you remember that? What was the first decision you made? This is what you changed, the very first thing. Well, I would have to say that my first change was changing my mindset. Not something physically or that I had to do, but my mindset was I am not eating any more fast food. I'm not eating any, um, you know, uh, food like that. But also I, I used to drink a lot of juices and I realized juice has a lot of sugar. Correct. I mean, orange juice, cranberry juice, any type of juice. And I was a juice person. I wasn't a soda person. Um, there's people out there that just have to have soda. I, I wasn't a soda, but I just stopped the juices, drink water. I was just drinking water. Um, and again, Connie, I did this. I did not have any gastro gastro I'm sorry I, yeah I'm no I didn't do the surgeries yeah. I didn't do I saw the gastro bypass the yeah. bypass and I didn't do the um the other one either the lap, band. Know, the lap yep. band I did this all on my own um you know and it took time and we'll talk about you know my my journey and the in the time frame it took me but that was the first thing was my mindset because um I had to really say no I'm not gonna eat that donut I'm not going to have that cookie. I'm not going to stop at McDonald's or whatever fast food you like. Um, you know, you just first mentally and then watching what I ate, the portions and cooking. I was cooking a lot of, you know, and they say it all the time, your protein, your vegetables, um, you know, that you, you do want to have um, a little bit of carbs, but I didn't, I was pretty much not even having hardly any carbs. Um, you know, I just was, you know, the protein, the salads, um, and just watching what I ate. Um, and, and that was the first mindset. 
you know, exercising came along, but um, I think those are the the first um, things. Yeah, and it's to. so interesting because I would love to tell you as a listener that uh, she was starting right away in the gym. Uh, she did not. <laughs> she did not. The mindset and the food was the first thing what Elisa changed. And the exercising on the walking parts came later. So that way you can see that the weight loss is 70% nutrition and 30% exercise. That's how important the mindset about food is. That's the basic of the weight loss. It's the food, the nutrition, what you put into your mouth. And how long did it take when you started with the own cooking, when you started with eating healthier and not drinking the juices anymore, adding the water? How long did it take till the first person noticed, Elisa, did you lose weight? I would say within a few months. I mean, really just cutting the sugars mm -hmm. really makes a big effect pretty quickly. Um, you know, I, I would say you know, at least six months maybe into it where people were saying, oh, you look like you've lost some weight. So now imagine when you hear the advertising from all these um, bottles of shakes and what they're all selling there, lose 20 pounds in 30 days and all this garbage, it takes months, T-H-S, months to get there that the body starts to metabolize properly. So you are losing the fat. I'm not talking about water weight loss or some clients say, oh, after one week, I did barely lose anything. We are not talking about weeks here. We are talking about months and it depends sometimes about years till you get there. And I know it's not American. It's not the American way because the American way is fast. It's not working fast is not working in the long view it's just not so it took you years to get there 10 years 15 years to get really obese you will not be able to lose that weight in four weeks not happening and the slower you lose the weight the healthier you will feel and the chance that you stay with the weight loss gets bigger and bigger the slower you lose the weight. And I know, again, this is not American. American is quick fix, fast. Everything has to be fast. It is not happening. I promise you, it's not happening. You want to have a lifestyle change. You want to have a habit change. Habits are changing after three, four months. Never before. This is just so important. When you take your mindset and you start, you know what, you are listening to this podcast and say, you know what, I need to start here. I need to start. Please don't tell yourself you make it three weeks or four weeks. Tell yourself, I am working on two, three pounds a week, two, three pounds a week. That's all. And you are not thinking about years. You go from day to day and the first week is gone Day to day, the second week is gone. You are working every day on your big target. How long did it take you to get to 146 pounds? She lost all that weight. That's what, like almost 80 pounds or something. Uh, so at the best, she had 146 pounds. How long did it take you to get there? About three years, maybe three and a half years. And I would say it, it was probably about 50 pounds uh, uh, 
a year. So yeah. you're you like know, a pound a week. Around. Exactly. Exactly. 52 weeks in a year. And you're saying about one yeah. pound a week. So, you know, it's uh, definitely that that's the way to go. Um, you know, I, I think like Connie says, um, losing it slowly, it, it lets you keep it off. It also lets your body adjust to, um, you know, somebody who loses this amount of weight, you would think I would have a lot of baggy skin. And, you know, that happens when you lose weight too Correct. quickly um, in a short period of time. Um, that wasn't the case. I, I feel that I still have, um, you know, a electricity authenticity in my in my in my skin um i do feel i want to do better right it's always um you always want to tone and that's what i've been working on with connie and um but uh you know tone yourself but as you do exercise you know during the weight loss it's going to be easier to have um you know your skin look as normal as right. I have to be Before. honest, she came to the gym all, like, I would say, eight months ago, and she asked me, she showed me her belly, and she showed me the legs, what I would think about the skin. And I told her I was completely surprised there was barely anything to see. The skin went back to normal. There is barely anything, really. And I told her I would never, never, never consider any surgeries with this skin, what she has. She has perfect arms, perfect legs. She has like perfect legs. It looks just perfect. And the belly, she had a baby. She has a little, a little, I would not even say a pouch, but every other woman who had a baby has the same. So it's perfect. It's just perfect. I would never, ever consider touching that with a knife. It looks perfect. She has a great body. And I will also use her photo on my website on fitandfight.com, F-I-T-A-N-D-F-I-G-H-T. That will be her picture there under my podcast. So you can see how skinny she got, how perfect she looks. And she will not show her triceps there, but there's nothing hanging there. That's because she lost slowly. The skin had the time to like build backwards to like shrink itself without hanging. And that's the perfect way. She did not have the, the, the surgeries done. She did not have the skin surgeries done. She could always work. She was always active working and making money. I know others, they are on disability because they are obese. They don't work to go through all that surgeries. Elisa made it on its own, not getting paid by disability, went to work at her bank. She made money. She supported her daughter, all that while she was losing weight. And that is the secret of a very, very successful American businesswoman. That is the difference. That makes the difference. Now, one more question. Now you lost all that weight. How do you keep it off? Is there something what you would like to share when all these people lose weight, like 50% gain back? Even with surgery, they gain the weight back. Now you gain back like 13, 14 pounds now, but she still looks very skinny. So what, what would you recommend to keep it as it is? Well, 
what I would recommend is, um, you know, do find a type of fitness um, activity. Um, what do you what, like? Right. What you like. And, and you're so right with that uh, re response, Connie, because, you know, you have to find what you like. If you don't like to be on a treadmill, like, don't do a treadmill. Exactly. If you love to dance, I love to dance. I love Zumba. Um, I really, um, and I guess I'm going to put in a plug here for F45, <laughs> but I did like yeah, no F45. Um, you know, there was a time, um, probably in my second year of losing the weight, um, I plateaued. And it was like, I would say a good four or five months. I was just couldn't lose. It just didn't go up. It didn't go down. I just plateaued. And I needed something to kick start. And somebody said, you know, do a, a, a an activity, you know, right. find a, something, right. a gym, something. And, and, and I found that, um, that, uh, you know, activity and I really liked it. And, um, it, it was something that I didn't feel like I was working out, right. You know, just like when we, when I go to your gym and all your machines, you know, to help me tone and, and so forth. And, you know, you, you got to find something you like, um, with a good instructor, right? right? Always somebody. Is, it could be tennis. It could be everything, everything. It could be soccer, whatever you have fun with. That's what you should do. Right. Because you don't, think about your working out. You're just doing something that you enjoy doing. So right. find what that is, you know, see what your likes are. Try, try different things, you know, kind of maybe you need to, you know, learn what, what you like, you know, people like yoga, people like, um, you know, CrossFit people, you know, it, it's Absolutely. what you like. So, yeah. um, you know, and, what I do now after the pandemic, a lot of the gyms closed, you know, it's just walk, making sure I walk outside. Um, yeah. I'm getting some type of activity. I personally, I like to swim. So I'll go to my a community pool and I like to swim there. Um, but again, it's just being active. If you like to walk the beach, walk the beach, um, whatever it is, just getting your activity and you could even go shopping and just spend a day shopping and Absolutely. you're walking walk around. Yeah. You're just, you know, yeah. you're not just sitting in front of a TV or just sitting doing nothing. Oh my God. Elisa, it was a pleasure to have you on my show. It's like very emotional maybe you heard that it's like going back into the past when she had all these negative emotions and i hope you heard that here on the podcast because when you are obese i know you have the same i know you are struggling too every day so here is somebody on my right side elisa who went through the same what you are going through today and take a look at her how she made it think about listen a second time to the show so you get motivated to find your way back to a healthy lifestyle to find your way what you would like to do two three times a week for 45 minutes think about it and get started and it doesn't have to be a monday it can be a friday and it doesn't have to be january 1st it can be december 1st it can be august 1st it can be right there tomorrow on July 31st. Tomorrow is, I think, July 31st. So just when you think, okay, this is it now. I will make the first step. I think about it. My mindset is ready. And then let's go. Reboot your house today. Today is the day to get started. Listen to my podcasts on my website or on iTunes, on Spotify, and on SiriusXM's Pandora.